Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jackie. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we're celebrating the end of spooky season with the 2001 horror film Jeepers Creepers. But we're not on this spooky road trip alone. We are happy to be joined by actor and friend Gio Johnson. Welcome, Gio. Yay. Hey, thank you guys for having me. <laughs> We're so excited. We are. We're excited that you're so excited about <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I, I'm excited because I, well, one, like I told you guys, I'm a fan of the podcast. I love everything, movies and pop culture. So this is just perfect for me. But as a kid, I did not watch a lot of horror movies. This was one of the few ones I could watch. So this was you know, to me, I thought it was great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I'm also very excited, not just because you're on the episode, but I've made it through a second spooky season and I survived. You have. As we all know, your bitch is a scaredy cat. <laughs> so Truth. <laughs> I've made it through. And I think we did more spooky movies this season than last season. Because I think we did five this season and last year, did we only do four? Yeah, because Scary Movie kicked off Spooky Season. So right. you got a comedy in there. Oh, praise <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I did it, y'all. I should get a, like, a stamp. Boom. <laughs> I'll make one for the, when I edit, you'll just have like Survivor 2022. Because I'll be like, I'm a survivor. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> but before we dive in let's get into some housekeeping if you love the podcast and you want to and you want to support us here's a few ways you can well one way is writing us a review and or rating us to help us get more listeners like this wonderful one Video store days. As a fellow former video store employee, I love the way this show mixes movie talk with nostalgia about the days of VHS and DVD rental. Danielle and Jackie are both funny and genuine, and they have a terrific chemistry that makes this show shine. Always fun to listen to our friend John from the 1999 The Podcast, which you guys should check out. I actually just listened to an episode the other day. I like to listen while I'm working. And if you want to be featured as well, make sure you head to Apple, Spotify, Podchasers, Good Pods, or your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. It really does help. And if you like what you hear and you want to buy us a virtual cup of coffee, head over to ko-fi.com slash no more late fees. And if you need an apron as you put <laughs> your coffee, I don't know, if you want an apron or any other <laughs> crap a coffee mug yeah <laughs> I used coffee mug the last time so I was trying to switch it up a, but clearly a not, a smooth, not a smooth landing <laughs> y'all go go buy our merch no more late fees <laughs> so jeepers creepers <laughs> after making a horrific discovery in the basement of an old abandoned church Trish played by Gina Phillips and her brother Derry the worst character name in the history of character names 
we'll get into that. Played by <laughs> Justin Long. Watch their routine road trip home from college turn into a heart-stopping race for their lives. They find themselves the chosen prey of an indestructible force that relentlessly pursues them and gives a new and chilling meaning to the old song, Jeepers Creepers. Starring Gina Phillips, Justin Long, Jonathan Breck, Patricia Belcher, and Eileen Brennan. Written and directed by Victor Salva. And you can currently watch it on Pluto. I just want to say, when I was looking up, like, when they list the stars of this of this movie and multiple places, they left off Patricia Belcher's name. And I was like, the fuck? She's like, she should be right there with Justin Long, Judah Phillips, and obviously Jonathan Breck, who played the creeper guy. Yeah. Eileen Bre- Brennan, I think it's just because she she's a very she is who she is. character <laughs> actor and she's been yeah. in a lot of stuff, so I get it. But I was like, put some respect on Patricia's name. Like, what is this? I was very upset by that. Patricia Belcher has literally been everywhere, everything, commercials, TV shows, Disney Channel shows, for sure. She's low-key like a Disney Channel legend. Like, Mm -hmm. good luck, Charlie. Like, she, come on, y'all. Also, do you guys see my light flickering? No. I'm real scared, y'all. No. (laughs) Do you have the extra lock locked? I do. But I can't help me with ghosts. <laughs> I thought you told them to get out. I did, but still, I don't know. <laughs> I've been out of the house for a few days. Anything can happen. They missed you. <laughs> <laughs> but before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. So you guys know the drill by now. Before we dive into the movie, let's reveal what our Y2K versions of ourselves would give of the movie. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. Okay, but nothing to write home about. Same-day rental trash stitch it up and throw it down the chute (laughs) 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 geo we're gonna start with you what is your y2k rating of this movie y2k rating probably the five-day rental yeah okay but i don't know if i would buy it because let's see when did this movie come out yeah 2001 yeah my mom but (laughs) 11 year old me was not buying a thing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Yeah. no definitely will watch it again definitely have watched it many a times so (laughs) how about you Jackie so while watching this movie I'm like I don't remember anything about it except for the very beginning so I think it was a same day rental because I turned it off because I would like to preface that I love horror movies. And so on the scale of horror, <laughs> I'll talk about it more. It's a no for me, dog. No for Y2K, Jackie dog. <laughs> and I'm about to surprise everybody. This movie was a would buy for scaredy cat Danielle. <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to get into the box office. So the movie had a $10 million budget. I think it had more, but at some point, some money fell through. So Mm -hmm. they had to make do. But the movie made $59.4 million. And several critics and moviegoers believe that the film was loosely inspired by the case of Dennis DePew in the state of Michigan in 1990, Brother and sister Ray and Marie Thornton caught Depew dumping his dead wife's body behind the abandoned schoolhouse. The murder case and subsequent manhunt of Depew was featured on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries in 91. And then the following day, Depew committed suicide during a shootout with the Popo in Mississippi. The, <laughs> the episode... <laughs> It was all sounding so like sinister and mysterious, and then the with the popo, <laughs> the episode reenactment of events and many details contained throughout were found to be very similar to the opening scenes of the film. Writer and director Victor Salva, I think that's how you say his name. That's how I, I will so. be pronouncing it for the rest of the episode has not confirmed nor denied whether the film took inspiration from the case, and instead said. He borrowed elements from Night of the Living Dead from 1968 and Duel from 1971. Just knowing that this scenario kind of happened in real life makes it not sit well in my tummy. (laughs) Exactly. It's, and then VS, as I want to call him, I don't want to speak the man's name because he got caught for some very foul stuff. He has his own court cases to worry about. Um, So... But yeah, I I wouldn't doubt because that it's it. Come on, it's just way too close. It's yeah, way too close. right. Inspired <clears throat> the prideful part of him is probably like, no, I, I take from these. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why people don't say that that things inspire them. Maybe it's like financial, but like we are we are creative pe- people. Human beings are creative beings, but like we always take from truth or things that we know. So, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what's exciting about this movie is that this is Justin Long's first leading role. He was a young bebe in this movie. He looked so brand new. It was so like, brand new. I think he's like 22 in this movie. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? My yeah. sister asked me, she was like, like did people look at justin long as like one of the hot teen guys i said um i don't know because he was like out of my teeny bopper fangirl stage at that point but i don't think they did because i mean he was like an accepted he always played like a somewhat nerdy nerdy character so i just your good guy next door Yeah. yeah i just saw a tiktok which makes it actually, they, they really broke down. Oh, okay. What's the girl's name? She d- talks about Marvel and she's really good friends and does a podcast with Straw Hat. Oh, is it Stoops? Yes. She did a TikTok where she kind of talked about like the death of rom-coms. And she's like, I don't think rom-coms essentially died per se, but Judd Apatow kind of changed the trajectory of it where we used to see leading men that were on par with the leading women. And then he started making these movies of these like man babies who (laughs) were getting way outside of their range, really hot women and just like not making sense. 
And I feel like Justin Long was in that time period where if he had come up maybe in like the late 90s, early 90s, I don't know if he would have been like as popular or would have been seen Mm -hmm. as like a leading man. And that's not to say, I think he's a handsome guy. It's just, he doesn't fit what that archetype was at that time frame. He's not like with the Freddie Prince juniors of the world and stuff like that. He would have thrived as like a, a Disney kid. Yes. Yes. He has very, that like high school boyish look. And I think that's where he would have probably thrived at as like a love interest on like Hannah Montana or something like that. You know, I can see you know the good wizard wizards away from me. <laughs> exactly yeah. i've always i mean he did tusk which oh geez in my opinion is a far superior movie to this movie <laughs> and i know people hate tusk but anyway i digress but he was on Dak Shepard's podcast and told this crazy story about how like he went out he was shooting a movie in like louisiana went out with some townies, like did a bunch of drugs. They ended up kidnapping him. He had to jump out of the car while he was like high off his ass. They ran over his foot and he had to hobble to safety. And I've never viewed Justin Long the same. (laughs) Okay. He's been kidnapped. So was Benedict Cumberbatch. He was kidnapped. I think they were in Africa. That one I can believe. (laughs) He was kidnapped and somehow he made it. And I just saw a video about David Spade almost getting murdered by his assistant. It was like a random five o'clock in the morning. He looks and his assistant is in the door looking at him and he literally tries to kill him. And he gets out, gets his shotgun and calls (laughs) Popo after he climbs out of the window. And they're like, just meet us in the house. He's like, I can go back in there. They took a while to find him, the, his assistant. Could you imagine three years as his assistant and he tried to kill him? I'm having trouble visioning, envisioning <laughs> David Spade with a shotgun next to his bed. <laughs> under his bed. He was able to like scramble and get under there. That's uh, yeah. crazy. Wait, so the guy was at his front door or he was at his... In his house, like inside in his bedroom. So he came room. up to his like bedroom and he's like just standing there. I don't know if like he was ready to like go attack him and it, David just happened to wake up. Whoever his spirit guides are, he was damn lucky that they were like, wake your ass up because it's about to be, you about to be dead. And and they fought, he, he, and he's like, that guy was like 200 pounds tall, like somehow was able to like get out. It's crazy. I I, I did not know that happened to him. Yeah, the assistant was like 29, he says. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Well, you just think David Spade is a little guy. Yeah. He's not not a big guy. I just recently rewatched, and I don't know why. Don't judge me. But I rewatched Dickie Roberts' former. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment. No judgment. How bored was he? That bored. But I was like, yeah, he's not a big guy. So that, I'm just, yeah, that's insane yeah it's nuts I, i'm i'm still laughing at you seeing that benjamin cumberbatch that seems like it would happen <laughs> legit <laughs> i can just see him well the doing drugs and getting kidnapped part like all together not just the kidnap part but yeah yeah oh man that's um, crazy <laughs> jay stoops is creator's name that 
was talking about the rom-coms, you guys should definitely go check out that video because I was like, oh my God, she's so right. Mm-hmm. Fucking Judd Patel. Another reason for me to fucking hate him. <laughs> Ruining my life. I love Calm him. Calm down. Okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Woosa. <laughs> Let's get into some Jeepers Creepers, shall we? <laughs> so off the path, the path right now. <laughs> so the movie opens a beautiful two-lane road in rural Florida. And it's very, like, I, I think what's great about this movie is when I tell people, this is Florida. Like, when people yeah. envision Florida, they think of Disney World, they think of Miami. But no. 90% of this place is this damn movie tree yeah yes Yes. very country i don't don't understand why people don't relate florida to like the i mean of all the reasons you just said all the tourist places but everything else is very country there's literally a show called florabama shore (laughs) spending the summer together drinking boats like it's it's very country yeah it's very country when i used to have to drive up to tallahassee i would try really hard to stay on really um, main roads because you could take the turnpike and then lead you to other roads or you could take 95 i always took turnpike because 95 when you were getting out to get gas clan city not lying you could end up in some sketch places yeah sundown towns all of that yeah 100 percent. yeah very very strange very weird i love how you said a beautiful (laughs) (laughs) it is it's it is like a nice just like calm drive but when you're panicking (laughs) that you might get killed but even i i'm that person like i need to at least see that there is some civilization coming (laughs) to to the left and to the right i need to see something never Never drive. I live in Austin. And from Austin to El Paso is nine hours of nothing. See. And it is. And I got a flat tire on making that drive by myself. Oh, God, Jackie. Oh, my God. Did you get a tire? I, I started to, a gentleman pulled over. He was very nice. I did take a picture of his work truck and his license plate, and I sent it to my family so they would know if shit went sideways, who to look after. Uh, and I, I did have my dog with me. She she was a like 50-pound shepherd mix, so she was pretty intimidating. And he everything was fine. He, he finished changing the tire for me. I gave him a six-pack of beer, and I was on my way. <laughs> i'm sorry i watch too many horrible movies. i'm just like girl if you had gotten killed i would have revenged your death thank you yeah i appreciate that yeah yeah but he he was very nice and i just because of course it's like my car has the spare tire underneath like everything so i had to unload my car completely to get the tire and then reload my car. So it turned out fine. It was during the daytime though. So I was very thankful for that, that it wasn't. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't do that shit no more. No. We're road tripping to LA in two days, but Ken's going with me. So yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the 
second thing we see are some feet on the dash. I hate feet on the dash. <laughs> it's actually quite dangerous. And if you're not, yes. if you don't believe me, there's an episode of Grey's Anatomy that talks about this. <laughs> I well, I'm wearing seatbelts in the car, period. So no. true. Yeah. Well, because right it would have that. had to be but well, that's an old car. They they should have put seatbelts in it though. They could have it would have it would have just been lap belts at that time. It wouldn't have been the three-point shoulder uh, harness. Yeah, no. Yeah, because we have a 1965 Imperial crown, and we only have lap belts in it. I have a question. Do you guys believe this brother-sister relationship? No. <laughs> Why not? The Okay. First off. Justin Long and the overacting was troublesome. Mm. Second, the continuous bickering. I'm like, my sister and I fought when we were younger, but not to this extent. And having so many like argument fight tactics that were actually games, it was so weird. I thought, see... (laughs) I grew up I grew up with my cousin so I'm in I'm my mom's only child my father's youngest but grew up in the house with my cousin and so little things like that where it was like I mean I looked at it for the fact that it's a movie yeah and so they were building this this relationship where to me it kind of showed that even within their arguments there's still a bond there's still this playfulness and lightness to it of you know I'm never going to take it too serious so it let me know that you know, no matter how much I dislike you or whatever, I'm still going to have your back. And I think that was the foundation that they were trying to establish early on in the movie is that no matter what, I'm going to have your back. And so for me, I was like, oh, that's sweet. That's cool. I I like the dynamic. Was it real to life? No, but it's a movie. <laughs> like I've seen worse brother sister dynamics where I'm just like, okay, y'all. <laughs> wasn't like cruel intentions unbelievable so yeah raise your voice they had questionable chemistry it was weird I I didn't get a vibe that they were there was like a sexual thing which is good because sometimes that happens in these movies and I don't know why the director can't see unless he's purposely trying to do that I don't know have you guys ever seen life with Derek like yes I see so many videos on that on TikTok. What were they doing? That was a kids show. That's what I, said. I was like, why are they flirting? They they're they're <laughs> brother and sister, not by blood, but what what are we doing here? Yeah, it's real, real gross. Well, uh, and the director made that conscious effort that he wrote them as brother and sister rather than dating because he didn't want any of that sexual tension in the movie. It made me to me, I feel like if they were a couple. I wouldn't have cared as much as I did about, you know, the bond. Yeah. Because usually when it's dating, it's like, mm, there's something <laughs> that you're doing that's flawed in this relationship where I'm like, one of you can go and I'd be okay. Yeah. You're usually rooting for one of the other. <laughs> but in this one, I was rooting for them as a tandem to survive this situation. Right. When I was watching, I was watching it with my little sister and I said, Serena, 
I would give up my life to the creeper for you. <laughs> he was like, I would too. So that's not how this works. <laughs> I'm the oldest. I go. You live. See, I'm the youngest of like my two older brothers. I'm the youngest. So one of them would have to go. <laughs> So hot in these streets being the oldest. <laughs> My God. Well, here's the thing. They've lived more life than me. Why should I have to cut mine short? Well, that makes me question. Do you think your parents actually, like, I feel like the 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 kid that they actually had more time with is the one they're going to miss the most. Just saying. Hmm. <laughs> we I all know, know my... My little brother is everyone's favorite, so I we've just accepted that. <laughs> I feel like they're going to miss Darius the most because I hate the name Darius so much. <laughs> it's so <laughs> terrible. But like, why Barry, Larry? There's so many. Like, I don't know anybody named Daryl. Like, his name is Darius. Just call him Darius. Right. I feel like I want. I'm like asking him for milk. You know. <laughs> right. And I I was trying to figure out if his name was a reference to the town in It. With it being a horror movie, you know, sometimes they do references to other Ooh. things. I was like, was that like an homage to the town in It? The town oh. in It. Didn't even think I saw that. nothing of it that proved it, but that's <laughs> what I'm going to go with to make me feel I, I love that theory. Yeah, we love making up. We fill plot holes on this show, so that's perfect. <laughs> so that's what we're going to stick with, guys. Yes. <laughs> love it. So they go back and forth with their nonsensical, they're playing game, like a, a, a I guess it's a the license play game. game. Yeah. Okay, I, so, someone needs to explain the rules because I didn't know how they were playing or winning. It was just, so you had to look at a license plate and if you could like make a word or a phrase out of it, then you got points. Oh, yeah. So that was basically it. Yeah. Okay. I guess it went right over my head. I I just thought like the way that they were saying it was like, oh, that one's mine, or this one is, oh, I got this one. So I thought maybe there was like an extra layer, and then I wasn't interested anymore because it was dumb. It's like no, I'm frustrated. I think I think the reason that it, I can see from just like a standard viewing point because they only did one, and it was mm-hmm. like well, that one's mine. If would at least seen one other car. And they did it, you would understand, like, oh, this is a game. They try and decipher what the license plate name is. Right. And then they get a point if they get it before the other person. So, but that's all it was. I <laughs> I have not done many road trips, but I remember my my cousins trying to do it after we watched this movie. And I was like, yeah, no, you're not going to see that many custom license plates. Yeah, right. Out. That's Although- what it is a strategy that parents use with their kids. They'll purposely play that game so that if they're in a situation where they're like kidnapped or something, they can like almost like a mnemonic device in their mind. Remember the license plate. Cause it later on. It. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. You got to teach them young. Yeah. yeah. Do it as a game. And that way they don't know that they are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So after they are playing this game, they run into an RV and you could hear in the dialogue that they have taken their sister's car, which is this, I guess, a classic question mark, what would you call an Mm -hmm. antique car? And they are trying to pass the RV and just kind of being 
don't want to say reckless, but assholes about it yeah. as they do it, which was kind of unnecessary. But I mean, guess what? God don't like ugly. They're kids in college. What do you expect? <laughs> That's true. Why kids in college will be doing stuff. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> it was the car that they drove was a 1960 Chevy Impala. And to it was so stupid. So it's supposed to have, which I noticed because I live with a mechanic, usually like this, the shift gear shift is on like next to the steering wheel. Right. Well, because the director wanted a certain aesthetic and it wouldn't like some of the scenes wouldn't work. They retrofitted it with the floor shifter, which was just dumb. It, It was an unnecessary, you didn't have a big budget, sir. Spend your money on other things. <laughs> so the that, but I'm like, if anyone knows cars, they're gonna be like, this isn't correct. And then on top of that, I do feel like in some shots you do still see the the regular gear shift. Yeah. So I'm like, what is happening? It was just unnecessary. The whole car constantly like won't go into gear constant like I was over it like the second time it happened yep all I saw you guys were you know looking at real car stuff I just saw him doing this this is <laughs> and I was like who drives like this but that was a big ass wheel it was this- but I also kept noticing when it was a green screen and when it was a live shot so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I it will was say low. When you drive a car of that size, size, like it does feel like you're doing that with the wheel. Cause I've haven't had, I've had to dr- drive cars of that size before. And it, it does feel like you're in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he tried to teach me how to drive in it when I was like maybe nine or 10. So I, oh, wow. yeah. you so were, you were really like, like yeah. <laughs> No, maybe a little bit older than that because I hit my growth spurt around like 12 or 13 and that's when he was like, okay, you can reach the pedals and everything. And all I did was literally go around the block and then into our driveway. (laughs) I was like, I feel like there's not a lot of room. (laughs) It does feel like you are taking up every single lane on the road when you're in a a car that size. (laughs) Too, Too big, too big. Too big. So we do get a little exposition about they're going home for spring break. Derry went and got her and it kind of gives the feeling because he does mention a boyfriend and there might have been some physical abuse. Like there were like hints and tones of that. And see, I picked that up because so just to trail ahead to where I pick it up at mm-hmm. after the RV moves that's when we see the creepers van come in and they're trying to get out the way and are they they're trying to get... well, I mean he does like going back because I used to say this when I was younger I was like you could have moved but he was literally like every time he switched lanes he was right behind them so the green screen maybe wasn't in sync I don't know <laughs> <laughs> But when they finally get away and he calms down and he says, what is Mr. Polly side doing to you? And he says, beating you. And she like does this look. Mm-hmm. And as an actor, I peeped it. I was like, oh, that reaction was great because she let us know what it was without letting us know. Damn. And then he says, 
I got that when I was mine beating you. And he's referencing the license plate, not what's happening to her. Yeah. But the look in her face and the shame that hits, you put the two and two together and he was like, oh no, homeboy abusive. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I I do. Yeah, so. One of the things I, I like that I learned watch rewatching and doing the notes was like Jackie said earlier that the director, he wrote him writing it. He wanted to make sure there wasn't any confusion about like love interest. So he made them brother and sister, but he also really worked hard to try to avoid. He did a lot of red herrings to make it seem like the sister might be in danger, but mm-hmm. he never wanted to, in the end, he knew he was never going to have her killed because he wanted to get away from the trope of the females like always dying in horror movies, which yeah. it's like, look at this movie being feminist. But and then I'm- he, in his personal life, so was what was trashed. what's the skinny? I didn't, you know what? I didn't, I didn't get any was, information uh, on the guy. Um, inappropriate pictures of children and videos and. Fuck! I take it back. No. Yeah. that's all she got too much praise um oh man yeah so that's why he wasn't even involved with the remake and everything and then for part three after it came out of course he couldn't get funding or anything which is why the budget on that was so absolutely trash and it was damn but but yeah it i think what he he did a great job with that and he also made it almost like this we know in any horror movie some one of the main characters is going to die mm-hmm. but usually we have a group of friends or strangers yeah. all we have is this brother and sister so it's that anticipation to the end of which one right because you know someone's good like if there's only two of them you're like shit it it did you're right it did heighten yeah. like so- oh my god yeah oh I wanted her to die. <laughs> I mean, she she was very like, oh, I can't. The like, scene at the diner, that was it for me. No, sorry. The way she talked to the Black woman in the movie, that was it for me. I was like, bitch can um, die on my watch. Well, they 100%. also wrote Gary as such a likable character and such a an innocent. And yeah. Except for him being nosy about the dead bodies. That really well, irritated me. That also you can blame on her. Yeah, because- both of them. That's why she had to die. No, <laughs> I blame that on her because she tried to call up on him and made him feel bad about it. He said, I'm going to not be that person. And usually as, as a, someone you look up, you can tell that he admired his sister and he looked up to his sister. Mm-hmm. And so her pointing out that character flaw and them seeing something wrong, he was like, okay, well, now I'm going to change that. Let's go back and help those people or find right. out what's going on with those bodies. So it's her fault. You should have yes. character until we were back home. Tell yeah. me I'm a piece of trash when I'm in the comfort of my mother's home. <laughs> you can figure this out over a game of Monopoly, but not out here in this dirt road, these dead bodies. I just also don't think that she asserted her older sister mojo enough because there it like no matter how old we all get as the older sister if you finally get that look they're like <laughs> all right i'm gonna shut the fuck up we're gonna do what older sister says and she didn't pull none of that and i was just like well that's why you got to die but she didn't so 
Danielle, you did the the dizzy look from <laughs> new guy. <laughs> That's also my sister scary look. <laughs> Oh, goodness. But speaking of Justin Long's performance, the reason why he was cast was because of his performance in Galaxy Quest. Mm. And they were looking for an actor who didn't have the false bravado and machismo seen in other male actors who audition. And he knew that Long could appear funny or genuinely frightened, depending on what the scene needed. He had a a, a vulnerability to him, yes. which yeah. when you see in a lot of horror movies, you get a, a big amped up. Roy like, Outberry. Yes. Roy <laughs> Outberry is a, a, a misogyny, essentially, sometimes. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't have any which of that. Is another, that's another reason I enjoy Barry's character. Dairy's character. I said Barry. It should have been Barry. This fucking Dairy, right. man. Darius. <laughs> sorry. Darius. Right. He was... I said he wasn't the typical horror movie guy. No. And she, and I mean, Trish wasn't the typical horror movie girl either. This was a very, especially in that time. Yeah. Very off off brand for the the typical teens that you're going to see in a horror movie. There's usually the jock, the pretty girl, the the one that's trying to tell everybody like we need to do the right thing. No, <laughs> no one's listening to them. Yeah, the, the goody good. Yeah, the off-brand friend who probably has the one-liners or is the stoner in the group. We didn't have that. We had a brother and sister who were just trying to go home. Yeah. Clearly had their own issues. Their mom was going through something. And at the what that established to me when they talked about mom, like we know that she has issues, but we know at the end of the day, we need each other. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the the way that like she was talking, like I noticed something's going on with mom. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That is very much a symptom of being the oldest. And if you happen to be the oldest girl to like see things of that's going on with your parents that the younger siblings have an ability to just kind of be like, have a blind eye to it. Or mm-hmm. if they see it, they're like, she'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. So we also get a conversation about a couple that went missing from their high school and And never found her head a good urban legend that they bring up and Mm -hmm. and she brings it up like oh this makes me think of that and he's like that's he kind of stupid yeah because after obviously creeper is like on their ass and he just goes away that's when they start thinking about it that's that that was when i was like okay shit is real scary yeah yeah. And then we get the longest peeing scene ever. Was it that long? It felt very, very long. Well, there were a couple. Justin Long, fun fact, was peeing for real. Good <laughs> on him. Very impressive, Justin Long, because I was like, is, and it was like a hearty stream, too. Uh-huh. So very impressive. Well, that might, the, the sound of the stream may have been <laughs> then in ADR. Who knows? Yeah. But the visual, impressive. I And I got excited for a second when they went in the car and he started looking in the back. I was like, oh, he's getting sanitizer. He's getting a water bottle. Because you know how I feel about the washing of the hands. I know. I know. But no, none of that. That's fine. None of that. I mean, they didn't eat this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. This entire movie, they did not have a meal, even when they went to that diner. I wouldn't eat at that diner. 
Yeah, that diner did give like don't eat here vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're continuing along their way after the creeper in the creepy truck like tries to run them off the road and they see it parked in like a field next to an old abandoned church and there is this drainage culvert metal tube thing and he's just feeding bodies into it they're all wrapped in bloody sheets and the siblings as they drive by are like rubbernecking mind the business that belongs to you the camera angle is just like giving you that what what makes it even worse is they give you the pov of now looking at this thing, looking back at them, looking at him, looking at them, and it's just. <laughs> Did anybody take their foot and was like hitting the floor, like hitting the gas, as if you could control that car? Because <laughs> that's what I was doing. <laughs> Danielle's like, let's GTFO. <laughs> go, go, go! What are you doing? Like? <laughs> I was like, why are you getting it? You know what? But that is how good this, like, the direction or that scene was because you felt like you were a passenger in the car and you were like let's go Darius let's put the <laughs> foot on the gas no I would have never been a passenger in this car <laughs> I mean who doesn't want a trunk tied shut by some whitey tidies exactly. why, is his, why is his name on the underwear can anybody tell me Oh my God. Yeah. When I saw that part today, I was like, he was like, great. Now he knows my name. I was like, yeah, why? Well, that's <laughs> your own dumbass fault. Put your name on the band of Yandies. Right. And why anymore? those? Right. Who's really taking your underwear, Darius? Because I can understand if this was an 80s horror movie. Sure. We'll let you get away with it. This is a 2001. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, you're in college. Like, Right. <laughs> Grow up, man. <laughs> Put some boxers on like real men. Right. And it and he's it's not like he you know, he is taking his laundry home for his mother to do. I relate. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister looked at me when he was talking about like I have to bring my laundry to my mom she, or to mom because she, it makes her feel good. And I was like, see, Serena, she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Poor Christine. <laughs> but if he had brothers, okay, maybe. But whose underwear is he getting it mixed up with? Why do you have your name on your drawers? <laughs> yeah, because I can't. Yeah, no. Because I was going to say, maybe he washes it with his roommate. But even then, no. No. I just can't. You you don't wash undies with other people's undies. No. No. (laughs) So as Darius is delicates. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You keep those to yourself. Exactly. (laughs) As Darius is slowly rubbernecking, of course, Creeper gets eye contact with him and that that's it murder she wrote you know they're donezo then yeah. they start picking up the pace and then they start having the conversation like two idiots about whether or not they should go back i think 
Well, no, remember. No, he, he peels off. He peels off after them again. He comes after them, and that's mm-hmm. when he starts ramming them. Yeah. That's when he said, oh, y'all going to watch me do my dirty work? I'm on your ass. <laughs> yes. And that's when we also find out that Darius has a phone, but it's dead. The phone's back then. I, I do have to add some context <laughs> and history for the youngins that listen. Apparently, we have some young peeps that listen to our show. Appreciate you. Back then, those sellies didn't have a long power life anyways. So I'm not 100% mad at Darius completely. We And we weren't living on those phones like we live on them now. Like, you have to stay juiced up now. But back then, it was just like, oh, I use it when I use it. My thing is, why didn't she have a phone? Also, yeah. in 2001, I, I'm not surprised. Like, it took me a long time to get a cell phone. Okay, I'll give you that. I, 2001. I had a cell phone in high school. Jackie, you are, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't let me call out our business in these streets. <laughs> I gave you my pager. You know? did, but mom wouldn't let me. Let, this is not the time. <laughs> Sorry. I can't. <laughs> I want my pager back, though. She got it. Go ahead. Talk to her about it. She don't throw away nothing. I'm going to tell Serena to bring it to Universal when we go. So, yes, they need, this is when there's the whole conversation about, should we go back and look and help? And she's like, nah. And he's like, but it's the right thing to do. And so, and she mildly protests. Like, she's like, well, I'm not getting out of the car. As she's like opening up the car door (laughs) to get out of the car. Right. (laughs) They get a flashlight. And he's like, hold my feet. I got to look. I can hear it. I if, can hear it. If you can hear it, bruh, get back in the car. You're it's no all help. Right. There's no help to these yeah, people regardless. Yeah. There's, and, there's, there's several things wrong with this. <laughs> so many things. Tell us. Tell us. First of all, gets the minute that he says that he's down there with the flashlight, for one. You would have seen the rats before you got down in there. Yes. (laughs) Or at least heard them. Rats are not, they're they're not quite (laughs) creepy. On top of that, she's holding your feet. Sure. Not in the best way at all. No. She should have had a grip more like, you know, tucked under a roundabout so you can literally lift this man back up out. Because that was a steep pipe. Secondly, (laughs) The minute he started kicking and screaming, why did you not start pulling him out? Yes. She was like, what's happening? What's going on? And that's I really think that you're she... Screaming. <laughs> There's, that's, that's the international sign for shit's gone sideways. Pull me out of this pipe. Exactly. And why did she grab his shirt to try to pull him if that was like... Luckily... But I if you, I couldn't get a grip on the shoes, I would have grabbed like his shirt and, and his pants, so I had a grip right on his body yeah. to pull him up. Because then I would have had a little bit more support. Yeah. The other problem is once he gets down there, how is there now a spotlight from the pipe on him, <laughs> but you couldn't see down there before? Right. And oh, my sister said the body. How did the body get to the side? Because yeah. he just looks like he's throwing them down the chute. But if the, the physics of it all, if it goes yeah, down the chute, it would, drop. how did there it There would just drop? be a giant pile, a right. pile of bodies. How did it move over to the side? 
what was that slow-mo almost looking like he's underwater fall yeah. to give it flavor well, also how did he end up on his back because he See, went feet first. <laughs> so many questions I mean, in such a first. short span of time yeah, there were so many things but... and then his shoe gets stuck so he's one shoe less <laughs> He has to figure out how to get the shoe, but then like, so he's looking up at the shoe, climbs up to get the shoe, does not notice the mural of dead bodies on the wall. Yeah, there are several things. And why are they only dripping once he stops to tie his shoe for the longest (laughs) anyone has tied a fucking shoe ever? The the amount of... Like intensity and anticipation <laughs> that they tried to build up in this in the pipe scene period, even with the like when the body grabs him and everything, he's down there and the the guy. I don't. I still don't know what the what the dead guy was saying. I still have no idea to this day. So that actor never had lines initially. They were oh they budget all that stuff, but they eventually were like, oh, we'll give him a line, and I was like, where though? I wish that the trivia notes would have said, and the line was, because I was like, I feel like in my, in my bones, he was saying run. That's what I thought he was trying to say, but it never came across clearly. It was just. (laughs) (laughs) Now in the times of COVID, could never. (laughs) (laughs) Because the even like Justin Long and this is this is where like the I agree with you on the overacting, like the stunned face was good, but there should have been some with his face, and he leans in to try and hear him. And he's like, <laughs> and then turns back to him, and goes like he just told him the secrets of like I know, I know who shot Jeff. <laughs> that was your daddy. <laughs> I, know, I know you write your name in your underwear. <laughs> like what? Oh my god! <laughs> there were several things. Uh, on top of that, I just feel like that it's never really explained or like alluded to where the creeper is at this whole time because he was down there for like a while. Yes. I don't know Was if he's he... sucking more eyeballs. I think he went to and... go get more food, maybe. But I but even I with... had... that... this whole legend made no goddamn sense. So we're just on the 23rd spring. Right. He needs 23 people, but when he sucks them out, they turn into petrified wood and they no longer have genitals. Well, no, I think he and I think he does things to the body because remember at the he cuts Derry's body in half and he does all the so I think he does that so it's every every twenty third spring for twenty three days so I don't know if it's technically twenty three people but it just can eat for those twenty three days right it's a smorgasbord for sure never eats is what it's in need of though right Right. but why he's stitching people up and together. It's like is it art he that's likes to just play funsies with yeah i mean he can have a hobby <laughs> yeah and i think the genitals being gone he he cuts them up and use them as edibles later you know like 
snacks. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe because he can't like maybe that's how he gets his satisfaction in that area because he can't technically do it. Maybe. Well, and the director at first wanted him to be full balls out when Ooh. he was like the creature what? and they were like the i i want to say it was francis ford coppola of all people yes that was like well do you want people to just be staring at the cre- the creeper's junk or do you want them to be like in suspense because you're not going to get bold if he just all his bits are hanging out and so the director went with long hair there to insinuate male genitalia i just don't know why hollywood won't give us penises (laughs) stop playing already you know they don't question when a boob or a tit is coming out you know nobody says for you (laughs) oh that's true i mean i'm saying this i don't want the dicks like all the time but I'm just tired of it just being tits all the time. Just, Can't... just be, make it fair. Yes. Equality. Yes. I hear you. Equality. Right. Okay. Give that's... me some dicks and balls, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, also, with you saying that about him and what he wanted the creeper to show, that then refers back to the court case. It tracks. Damn. It tracks. I, t- I take it back. I take it back. We're dealing with a sexual offender. I, I yes. didn't mean it. I just meant Hollywood, not this movie. Yeah. Oh my God. So Darius is in that case, like you said, the thing starts dripping on his shoe, which I looked at today and I was like, where, where's the moisture coming from? <laughs> and why did it wait so long to drip? Oh, shouldn't there be drippies all over the cave? Yeah. And why was he taking so long looking at these dead petrified bodies and everything in the cave like she was just, <laughs> I understand like you're probably in a state of shock but you took forever <laughs> I also would have liked to see which they cut out was him getting out yes. show us how he made his way out like it was you I, didn't, was, I felt cheated at that I was and in, I go ahead I was it was, we were watching on Pluto, so we were talking about how there was all these ads. So I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, he was out. So I said, "How do you get out?" N- mind you, I've seen this movie a million times. I, I guess I never realized. Oh, I never saw him get out. Yeah, You're right. I would like that plot hole to be fixed. I was, well, so, I was like, instead of seeing this fucking bizarre scene. <laughs> Seeing like the this stitched up boy that looks like Bat Boy from Weekly World News is trying to whisper to me, "Why are we yelling for sister? Just GTFO, find your way out, and once you get out, tell her like right. we got exactly. to go. Like, why are you wasting your time still in the hole?" Speaking of this girl, <laughs> Trish, dumbass. Oh my god. You see the, which ends up not being the van, but you see <laughs> what you think is the creeper's van coming back down the street. And she's staring for a good minute, <laughs> mind you, before she decides to try and get in this car. The, also does not yell down to Derry and say, hey, what, he's coming. Yeah. What he told her specifically, if you see him coming, yell for me. She did not. No. <laughs> she was just doing a long stare. She was looking for a minute. I was like, was Trish hot? Did, did Trish get high before the movie? <laughs> so like, 
it it felt like it i was supposed to call for my brother but then i get high <laughs> you, she at least took an edible you can't tell me she didn't um, <laughs> and then darius blew her high when he banged on that damn window <laughs> and then they get back on the highway and they stop because she's saying let's just go let's get all yeah. the way home and yeah. He's like, no, let's stop. Let's call Popo. And they go to this diner and they're like freaking out. And nobody in this diner is Everyone's like. like they were too calm for me. They're just like. What's up? What's going on? Okay. And, crazy. and this is how small town irrelevant this, these people found it. Because if you looking at parking lot, there was maybe three or four cars. There was like mm-hmm. 30 people in that damn diner. So that means <laughs> that these people either carpooled or walked. It was that close in distance. Everyone yep. knew each other. No one was phased by these kids. They're like... They eat together every night at <laughs> Su- <laughs> Sue's Diner. And the, all the all I can hear is them old man saying, get these city slickers out my diner. <laughs> I just think that, that the people that city, the vibe I got was they know about this. That's what I thought too. They're in cooperation. Yeah. They know if they just leave him alone and mind their business, he won't mind theirs. And I don't know. I got that. And I also got that, that annoyance of, well, he's not looking for me. He's looking for you. Yeah. Yeah. Also he's like, looking. not my chair, not my problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yes and no, because if that was the case, then they would have, they would have known what was happening when he was at the car sniffing his laundry. That's true. And can we talk about the ride to the diner where Derry is com- comatose? He's just like <laughs> and propped she's like up yelling at him. What's happening? What's going on? Bitch, I have seen some stuff. I literally wrote emotional damage. Because <laughs> I mean, he was clutching onto the window for dear life. There was no and he also then like when he starts to come to shortly before they're out of gas because everyone's always fucking out of gas he says i saw her he sewed her head back on talking about the couple that went missing from earlier in the uh, movie so like they're like this shit is not an urban legend it's real we don't know what the fuck's happening so they're in the diner. They call the police. The police is taking forever to show up in a town of like one stoplight. They should have been, they should have been eating dinner in the diner with the rest of the town folk. And then the payphone rings. Right. And then the town folk are like, aren't you going to answer it? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's more likely you'll know who's on the other line <laughs> than I'll know who's on the other line. Now, I understand the sister being fucking dumb about the phone call, right? And not believing what the lady is saying on the other line. But Darius, your bum ass was downstairs with a heap of dead bodies and skin murals and somebody without any organs and shit whispering to you. And you're like, who is this? What's happening? I don't believe you. Like, this scene i would have just shut up 
Yeah, and, and she's like, "Don't you have a torn yellow shirt?" And you have a rose tattoo on your stomach. That's pretty fucking specific to me, Darius. <laughs> she uh, knows some shit. Right. Like, what, what else do I have to do? I think if she had just said what his penis size was, he would have been like, I, how, do I, how do I get in touch with you? <laughs> I believe you now. So she tells him he's not going to stop at your scent and right. if you have you seen the cats yet oh yeah she's and giving then, all the precursors exactly right. and then if you hear jeepers creepers run he's like i don't know what that is she's like let me play it for you <laughs> but it sounds like i also think it well darius also left his blood because when he fell he hurt himself and he mm-hmm. ripped his t-shirt and we saw the fakest rose tattoo on a stomach I've ever That's seen. Terrible. I've never seen a man put a rose on his belly button. Right. I don't. They never. They never reference back to the meaning of the tattoo. I think if there was a meaning for the tattoo, it would have meant something. Or if she had a matching tattoo somewhere or something. Yeah. That's what I honestly think it should have been. Yeah. If I was to ever do a rewrite, I would have <laughs> given them matching tattoos. Yeah, but not on his tummy like that. It was weird. No. It was a weird placement for a tattoo. Like, have his sleeve torn off and it's like a tattoo yeah, on his shoulder. If there was one on his shoulder and then maybe at the end, <clears throat> like, we see hers. Like, she takes off a jacket and leaves it, like, in the backseat of the car and you see hers as she drives off or something. That yeah. would have been like, oh, that was their thing. But right, yeah. There was, there was no circle back to it. No. Also, fun fact... Boom, boom, boom. the record that's sitting on the table in that scene that's an actual picture of the actress that plays Giselle that's oh. a picture oh. older picture of her didn't know that yep, yep. so so Popo <laughs> so Popo arrives finally and they get Darius's story and they're just like okay little boy and what's really sad about this is that as he's telling the story, he's getting really frustrated and upset and angry. And his sister doesn't even fucking believe him. Yeah. Like, you're trash. You're trash. You're trash. I mean, it was a crazy story. She probably thought, like, he hit his head. I get it. That was a long fall. But still, if my brothers come to me and tell me something crazy, like, and like they're that freaked out and petrified, yeah. I'm going to think that there's some validity to it. Yeah. And after you saw the creeper dumping the, the bodies along with your brother, it's not like he came back and was like, yo, I saw this dude and he was dumping dead bodies down a, a chute. Like you saw it too. Like, right. why are you not believing him in right. his story? He was down there. And then he loses credibility because he brings up like the quote unquote urban legend about what happened to those people who went missing Mm -hmm. and the cops are just like, whatever, and really don't believe them. They're going to, they're like, okay, we'll go to the station, but it's not until the waitress out goes outside and sees that they go and (laughs) they're like, is that your car? And the car doors open all of his dirty laundry um, all all the dirty laundry and unmentionables <laughs> are on the floor and everybody sat in that damn diner watched some weird thing sniff up his doodoo draws and <laughs> didn't have a problem with it 
<laughs> I love it. why she said he was sniffing it and it looked like it liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And now that you said dirty laundry, I feel like this, they could have easily, someone could easily done a TikTok where the, the scene where he grabs him and use that uh, that Kelly Rowland. Meanwhile, this man keep putting his hands on me. Because <laughs> <laughs> the name of the song is Dirty Laundry. So I'm like, hmm, perfect reference point. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, so then, he- and then Darius is like, do you need some fingerprints? And so please go over. And they're like, it looks like someone's already dusted them as it's like, blowing into the wind it looks like i'm gonna explain it to the audience it's like after you get a crispy cream donut and you let it sit for a little while and mm-hmm. then when you try to bite into it all the like crisp the yeah. layers that's what it looked like he left be- yeah. behind very much want so. a donut a glaze yes. <laughs> he glazed the door handle <laughs> Well, they said and, it was dead skin. Yes. Yeah. Like really old dead skin. Yes. So now we know the creeper's probably wearing somebody and that somebody probably died a long, long time ago. Yes. So the cops do agree to follow the kids to the, to the station. They're going to the, to the station. station. Number one, why aren't the cops leading? True. Right, no, I think they were leading them back to the oh the church. To the church, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Why not investigate that in the daytime? Right. I mean, like that on your own. Right. You know where everything is. Why are we going back to the crime scene with the killer, the serial killer? Why would you said like how did he get back here so quickly? Right. Yes. And then oh, that's the one oh sorry not to cut you off no 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 i want to reference is that's when we first realized that he can fly because Mm -hmm. you hear the wings and trish looks up yes and there's like a shadow over her it's like when one of those palmetto bugs get into your house and you think it's just a regular roach and you about to go you're like i got you sucker and then it fucking flies and you're like oh shit it's one of those (laughs) bitch (laughs) (laughs) whole new scenario you have to pivot quickly in your strategy (laughs) as they learned in this because they're driving along yes the police are like just seems so annoyed having to trail these kids and once again i don't know why they decide to scale the radio again right i'm terrified but let me put on some tunes (laughs) (laughs) and the worst pop version of jeepers creepers is on the radio (laughs) i'm just glad they did it that way and didn't like put a rap song because i just felt like (laughs) this is where we were going like a really bad rap version of this no, they're saving that for the remake when they cast <laughs> Roku cool Jam Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I would pay good money to see that version. Of I would love to see Roku cool Jam Buster Rhymes go toe to toe with the creeper. <laughs> I think so many of these horror films need to have swapped out versions where Black people are in these scenarios because it's pure comedy oh my oh, god it'd be so good 
do a version of Jeepers Creepers with like the city girls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would die. I want, that's what I want to see. I want to see, I want to see movies like where it was like the black exploitation horror movies that we used to have. Like, I want to see more of those because those were fun. I can just imagine like one of the city girls going like, we need to look down the pipe. I was like, can we please get back in the car? <laughs> oh. Uh, so they're still leading and the cops are following, but then they hear the song and then this is when we hear like the thump on the, the hood of the cop cars and they're like, what the hell? To me, I already think there's a critter on my car. Am I opening the window and looking? No, I'm speeding. I'm trying to get the critter off my car. I'm stopping fast. No, but we also see it out of their rear view window. And I'm thinking, I get it. You don't think that you need to look in your rear view mirror at any point right now because it's just you and the cops on this road. But I, I, me drive. I, you didn't glance. Yeah, like just out of habit, good driving habits. Yeah, just take a glance in the rearview mirror. Make sure the cops are still following you. Yeah, yeah, they did the, not. Why y'all had to make the one black girl in this situation look dumb? Thank you, <laughs> thank you. And this is why diversity matters because clearly, would ne- I just cool. said I'm not opening the window. I think it's a critter. Window is closed. Okay. Did not matter at this point. Nope. Off with their heads. Literally. Listen, I say, girl, why are you leaning out the car like what? Who? 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 Keisha, get back in the the goddamn car. What they're going to do? They're driving in front of you. They're not stopped. No one's behind you. I would have did a hard stop on that car, and whatever was on top was going to go flying. Yes. 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 Like there were so many things that would have made better sense. And we live in Florida, so we're very used to critters. So you definitely don't open the window. That's Florida 101. <laughs> I'm just it was Florida know. woman vibes for sure. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh my god. So he chops off the one cop's head. I don't know what he does to the female cop. But I don't, I don't know. know. But throws the head very great throw by the head onto their (laughs) (laughs) over their car make sure it hits their windshield how how and again physics not physics in this movie at all at all because that car has now stopped which means they were (laughs) at least a good half mile ahead of you at this point because why did they stop like the way they stopped and rubbernecked they know that there's a crate. Like, what are you? Why are we still not moving? <laughs> why did you stop and why did you get out the car? You already yeah. saw the beheading. <laughs> you saw the head hit the windshield. Oh, what were you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> she even goes over to the car and says, are you okay in there? What? <laughs> That's why. This and had to die. The man that gets out looks like the juggernaut from 13 Ghosts. Oh my God. So Hello, that was scary. Another great horror movie. One of my other favorites. 
Oh. We did that last year. Danielle was like, <laughs> what did you make me watch? I'm like, it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Rod Digger, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. She Not was a final ever? girl. Yes. She shouldn't have been. I'm going to say it. Oh, no. I, I'm going to say it. Respect I am, because she wasn't adding shit to that goddamn movie. I was she like, did. She added some hilarity and a voice of reason because she was steady telling them the right things to do. She did lose that kid she was in charge of quite like, a bit. Um, well, like, he, he should have been bad and run around the house. Not <laughs> talking to ghosts through his little walkie-talkie. <laughs> over here just trying to keep her little check <laughs> over this, this poor family that she over here helping out hello i'm a sophisticate and so can you is the name of our podcast i'm one of your hosts anthony and i'm another of your hosts sydney and we're two queer millennials with adhd who have been lying about our own cultural literacy if you've ever been in a situation where you pretended to know more than you do about an important movie or a piece of literature yeah or like a super cool band then this is the show for you this is a show where we engage with the canon so that you don't have to topics for discussion will include such things as is carrie brownstein the coolest person can anyone who likes the movie chinatown be trusted why tom waits why all of these questions and more will be answered on every episode of i'm a sophisticate and so can you available wherever you find your podcast So um, these dum-dums are not, they're out of the car. Then they're like, oh, get back in the car because they finally see what this thing looks like. I would have passed out right there. <laughs> I would have been so, like, the character design on the Creeper is A1 horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine running into that thing at like, like a Hollywood Horror Night haunted house. Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> Take me home. Take me to Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. (laughs) (laughs) And then they proceed to watch the creeper eat the head's tongue. Jackie was nice. I'm gonna gonna tell the truth. He sniffed the fuck out of that as if it was a line of coke that he just got (laughs) out of rehab and hasn't had stuff in five years and he fell off the wagon. That's how hard he was sniffing. He was now that we know the director's MO, (laughs) all his shit is falling into place. The weird sniffing. (laughs) The way he chewed on that tongue (laughs) was like he was making out with it, but also he was eating a fruit Fruit by by the the foot. foot. (laughs) Yeah, but also that was supposed to be a longer scene. And they ended up cutting it for the rating. Thank God. Because I was <laughs> icked the fuck out already. I said, this is what was going to get y'all NC-17 rating? Oh, okay. All right. Would... Nah. The ratings board was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. In 2001? Yeah. <laughs> so... How away from him in this moment? Do they just drive away? Yeah, they finally get in the car and they start racing out to go to and the they go police to, station but they go to the house with the cats the cat lady. all right cat lady and Why they keep stopping? they're gonna tell the police that they're coming there and they're gonna take her cats away <laughs> <laughs> she's so worried 
And then they're like, how many cats do you have? She's like, more than a few. <laughs> there were so many. Darius, and he's like, oh, hell, we got to go. Yes. Because yes. the other crazy lady told me that there was going to be some cats. <laughs> and now there's some cats. And apparently in this scene, all of her cats look through the screens on the windows because they smeared tuna on them. Yes. So that's some cat acting 101 right there. That's not hygienic. There's there's a reason why animal control will come to your house if you have like way oh, too many cats. A hundred percent. But she's also in the middle of Ocala. Like no one's checking up on her. She's just living her life with her cats. Yeah. Barely. Somebody must have done something because she was real scared about Popo showing up for them cats. She was. And then they're standing there. And they're like, they notice the scarecrow, and she says, "That's not my scarecrow." <laughs> Calmly, yeah, you know, just like very matter of factly, it was very. That scene scared the shit out of me because the way he swapped whatever was there, I was like, "Okay, so, sir, you have all the power. What are these, what's this game we playing?" didn't y'all think that was odd like why did he just didn't see yeah Yeah. like why didn't he just come down and and yoke up Darius and go about his business what was that scene I think he has to be stealth about it so like the townspeople don't know I think he has to be a little tricksy and I I also think he likes to hunt I think he likes the yeah I mean, in part two, I think they talk about how he lives, he could smell the fear and that's what he's attracted to. Yeah, because those kids in part two were so oh, dumbest, <laughs> but we're talking about part one. We'll stick to the <laughs> We'll get to those dummies another day. Well, <laughs> and so the creeper flies into her house. She's mad about she her tries- babies because you hear that like... After she tries to shoot him. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. And misses. And- <laughs> Twice. <laughs> And then you hear that very generic cat yell that everyone uses <laughs> in every single movie. And so she's running back. Or No, first, she's now mad at Darius for bringing this whatever it is into her house, messing with her babies, and she needs him in the balls. Yeah. Kicking man while he's down. I did not understand that part because I was like, girl... <laughs> She ride or die for them cats. She is. Get that pussy off the table. (laughs) (laughs) She was so mad. (laughs) And so they hear a couple of gunshots go off and then they see her like standing in the doorway, but then she's floating. She's got her little kitty slippers on and she's floating (laughs) because the creeper has her by the throat and drops her yep well originally the creeper was supposed to have the one and only line that he had written into the script in that scene and they took it out oh and it was something along the lines of she doesn't smell good darius oh it would have been alludes back to him reading his underwear (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but that was something you can look it up i think it's on youtube you can find that scene but yeah the creeper had one line but they thought it would be a lot more scary if the creeper never talked 
honestly, I don't know which one is scarier because you just telling me that gave me the the shivers. (laughs) And this is a very creepy scene. It is because at the end of the scene is where you see full on the creeper's face for the first time. Yeah, with his little pointy teeth. Like imagine this this alien monster demon whatever thing Mm -hmm. and then it talks to you like a regular person no and you know know (laughs) (laughs) and now the car is stuck in reverse because why wouldn't it be (laughs) and so the creeper's still going after them but i mean in trish's defense she doesn't only double tap him by running him over. She triple taps him. Yeah. After he ran over the car twice. Because the first two times yes. he like does a Spider-Man over the car. Both <laughs> ways. No. Which the special effects from that look horrible. He runs over him. Mm-hmm. They run over him several times. So now the question that I have here is one of the things that was most damaged on him was the wings. And right. if you eat people to replenish what's damaged on you. What do you eat to replenish your wings? I feel like it just maybe just some nutrients. You know, it does maybe it's not exact for the wings. Genitals. The genitals for the wings. Maybe the wings are his sexual organs. If it, sexual organs. They gotta get they have to be erect to fly. Exactly. <laughs> Men's balls give me wings. Girl, you make me want to spread my wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So he, because where do they go to after that? They find the police station. Yes. Yes. Which I still don't. Why? Why are you going back to the police when two of them are already dead? They are of <laughs> no help to you. And then they call their mom, and they're like, "No, we're just going to drive home. We don't want you to come." And I mean, like, good on you for keeping mom away, but still find a solid way to get out of town that doesn't involve your 1960 Impala. Right. I get it. I would have stole cop car. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, oh yeah, I would have stole the cop car. The one that was already abandoned on the road behind me. Exactly. But also I get it because the more time that we wait here, this thing keeps finding us. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take mom how many hours to get here to get us? Right. Nah, we good. You stay there, shorty. We we on the way. Yeah. But And, that, and that Darius is looking at this board just full of missing persons, flyers. And has the town not noticed a good portion of its residents go missing? No, it's like Halloween town where people are crushing <laughs> until it's too late. I'm telling you, the town is in on this shit, okay? Lots of people know what's going on. Every Everybody knows. Well, you want to know what's crazy is I told you I recently watched part three, which, oh God, horrible. <laughs> but part three takes place in between, I think it, if I'm not mistaken, it takes place in between part one and part two. And so these people were talking about the legend and all these other things. And it's also brought up in part two a lot about like people knowing about it. So that's why it's a little far-fetched in part one where it's like, so nobody 
nobody knew about this. Right. Right. I think they knew, but so I feel like they had a deal like maybe with the the creature he's he seems like he's going after people on the road right so mm-hmm. those don't seem like locals so maybe the locals are like we're just gonna keep quiet mind our business and let him just get his snacks on the highway you know well no because there were some local people missing on the board yeah well and they so... should have known to stay off the road i don't know <laughs> I don't but know. I, I, I don't know you can quarantine for 23 days can... yeah <laughs> You just yeah the this town locks down for twenty three days every twenty third spring. The lady told you exactly when. Go on vacation. Yeah, or move to another city. (laughs) You can do a little twenty three day vacay or something. You know. Yeah. Take a road trip for twenty three days. Go cross country. I don't know. Figure (laughs) the hell out. But go to the beach. Go to Disney World. It's fine right it's something but it, it's every 23 years so you only you have plenty of time to save up for this 23, <laughs> i mean 23 day vacation and you should only have to experience that three times in a lifetime yeah like maybe four. maybe four if you hit 100 yeah but at that point like if you want to take my old ass body go ahead right at that time point i might just donate it to you you know what? exactly be like these wrinkles crinkles you don't want this <laughs> no more. i'm just gonna tease you <laughs> these eyeballs got cataracts <laughs> i got the bettis you don't want all that sugar <laughs> i've been a smoker for 50 years take my lungs see what happens <laughs> looks on you tough guy (laughs) (laughs) so now jez shows up she is the lady from the phone and she identifies them as trish and dairy so she like she even knows their names and she really needs to talk to trish and then she is also having a conversation with darius about like you've seen the bodies too and he's like have you been down there she's like no i dream about them like i have these visions and then that's when she goes into the lore of the creeper and then what do you because i'm i'm thinking about the fact that the cop was like yeah she thinks she's a town psychic don't come down here with all this mess again so she said something about this yes he's warned these people about this and now it's come to a full head because also in these scenes we realize that the cops have never seen them before right yeah they're just as shocked and but it's now like baby girl and tried to warn y'all yeah listen she to black out of town yes <laughs> <laughs> she should have just been like i tried to warn y'all i'm moving to the beach see y'all right. later because that's my thing girl you've seen it coming why are you still here right yeah it's because she feels that sense of due diligence like Darius did to do the right thing. Fuck the right thing. I want to live. Right. This is not a Spike Lee joint, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so Darius does ask, do you, are your dreams ever wrong? Because she essentially sees him becoming victim of the creeper and that's why she's trying to warn him. Yes. But she also, she keeps saying, she says several times, like, she said, I don't know what me telling you this or trying to get you out of here is going to do no good. 
Yes. Right. She knows like if I see it, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. She just tries to help avoid it the best she can, which I get it. Honorable. Love that. And I wonder if this is like the first time she's tried to intervene. Mm-hmm. It like- seems like it. It seems like it's the first time, and it seems like the first time that she was able to like tangibly get a hold to a person that she's dreaming or seeing about before it was too late. Yes, but the way the sister was like out of pocket, rude, unnecessarily, like just an asshole for me, right there. Yeah, yeah, because Jay is trying to help you out, baby, right. I didn't have to do this. I don't have to be here. Clearly, you just saw a fucking thing. So you're telling me you can't believe I dreamed that this shit was going to happen. Told you this shit was going to happen, but you can go see where's Waldo out in the street with his wings. All right, baby girl. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> and your like little girl. brother, too. <laughs> feel like that girl from the meme. Oh, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that... And- because the other thing is that she's literally telling you word for word detail for detail everything that your brother tried to tell you this yes. is a stranger that would have been enough for me right there yeah <laughs> corroborate <laughs> that story <laughs> but i think it, i don't know what it was for her i don't know what it was yeah. I, it, like girl, well, And in the next scene, she tries to save them again because the creeper shows up and she's like, y'all need to run, go upstairs. And she's the one kind of like, I mean, she just starts praying and he leaves her alone, but she like causes a distraction enough for them to like get away. So she's still fighting for you, even after you were being an asshole. Ugly to her. Which is why Uh, I was so glad that she lived. Yes. How did he get into the, let's. (laughs) <laughs> Once again, they don't make no damn sense. <laughs> How did he get into the basement of the jail without getting past all of them? There were no broken walls. There was no other way down there, but through the top of the building. So how did he get down there without y'all hearing or seeing him broke these damn bars? And, was and the he... only ones that heard it were the ones right in the cell next to him. Right? The way they look so scared. They look terrified, but the other ones were like sleep and show some skin. What's wrong, man? (laughs) Yo, the way he was snacking, it was disgusting. And they, as soon as they saw him, they were calling on the walkie talkies from downstairs in the jail. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, we need help. There's some shit going down here. And then everyone's coming. And the way he just like whipped them up like Batman in a dark scene <laughs> just one by one taking them out yep when he did have that scene and he crawled by what is her name Jez Jez that I was like I'm out I can't <laughs> can't she says our father who art in heaven <laughs> and he snatches her up and then he leaves her alone Not, I think which we don't see Giselle after that I think that was her like Baby, I'm gone. I've done all. <laughs> I, I know like how it, this story ends. Listen, exactly. Song simply says, "When you've done all you can, you just stand." <laughs> well, she must have hid because she is still at the police station the next day when she tries to talk. Yeah, and so Trish and Darius kind of shelter down in an interrogation room. So there is like a one-way mirror, 
And then like this giant window. So Darius is trying to open up the window to get out. Trish is looking at herself longingly in the mirror. (laughs) Because then you see the creeper on the other side, like staring back at her real hardcore. Right. And then this is when we see like the SWAT team. Finally. Yeah. Nothing. They just stood there in awe, in shock and wonder. Even after he, like, I understand y'all want to be careful because he's right on him and you don't want to accidentally shoot Derry. There are several places where you could have taken a, like, a decent kill shot into his shoulder. Right. Stitch him up later. He'll be fine. I, I Yes. You're not going to kill me if you shoot me here, but if just do some damage on this Negro. Right. I and, just felt like I'd rather die this way than what happens to me later. Right. Yes. And then the wings go out, and y'all don't think to shoot this thing in the wings? They did nothing. They, they did, did nothing. Less Absolutely. than nothing. When he yoked both Trish and Darius up, and the way he was sniffing yeah. and oh, licked her face. Oh, and I oh, think it was because yeah. obviously they're siblings, so maybe the smell isn't too far off. I think he was really trying to figure out which one was which. And that at that point, I'm like, are they twins? Is that no. no? She's older. She's older. But, but like, they're siblings. It, it would have made sense if they were twins. So he like for a second was like, "Which one is the one I imprinted on?" Type thing. But they were in the car together, so he didn't know. That's true. He probably should have just turned Darius over and pulled that underwear up. He would have found. <laughs> you didn't need to sniff him, right? Darius, <laughs> but. Maybe his sight maybe isn't that great. I don't know. Like it's it's yeah. Kind that's of... why he needed his eyes though. His sight wasn't. That's that true. Good. That's, that's true. Um, yeah. But then Trish is pleading, and she's like, "Take me. I'm stronger. You don't want him. Take me." Nobody... He just looked at her like, "Bitch, please." <laughs> the rest of us are like, "Yes, take her." Yes, I was like, "Take her, take her, take her." I agree with this statement. Nah, she I had to be care. final, girl. But I knew that this is when I knew that the creeper was white because the police were not that urgent to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him the benefit of the doubt. They were not in fear for their lives. And if he not left, they probably would have took him to Burger King afterwards. <laughs> like, Jim, are you hungry? You've had a long night. <laughs> it's we know you're hungry, so buddy. And even though you're under arrest, we're still going to get you a little something <laughs> long before we take in. Yeah, <laughs> damn. So, and so he makes his choice, Sophie's choice, and he picks up Darius and his named underwear and they fly off into the moonlight. Not only does he take him out the window, he twirls out the window. <laughs> he turns him and says, <laughs> Put a little flourish on my yeah. exit. Yep. Yes. And uh, the Don't next... What... Let, let's not even jump to the next let's talk about oh, yeah. how trish magically ended up downstairs in less than five seconds and out that door to see him gone and yeah. then just stares at the full moon <laughs> like not crying not anything like no what is your emotion here what are you feeling we don't see her have a breakdown or anything even the next day like first of all what are they telling his parents? Right. We never see the parents. They say your no. folks pulled up. But like, what do you, what do you say? I couldn't imagine. Like, 
Where's... A winged thing took Darius somewhere. <laughs> My mom would be like, where the fuck is Serena? And I'd be like, well, see what had happened. Was? I mean, what do you say? I tried to tell him to take me instead, but he refused. I told Darius not could... to go down that pipe. <laughs> and at this point, the next day, we see Trish talking to Giselle. And Trish is like what happened to that part with the song like she mentioned that there he'd be playing a song and they'd be in a room mm-hmm. or whatever and she was like oh no like sometimes I could be wrong but she's lying because she knows yeah. that it's not good to tell Trish what the hell is happening to to Derry at this yeah. point but like I feel like she couldn't she have seen where he was yeah, but I think at that point it was too late. He probably got to work pretty quickly on him. Yeah, the flying yeah. aspect gave him an, an extra angle. Yeah. So that's pretty much how they leave it. And, you know, you see Trish go to, like, it's a, well, she, she's going she to the sees, car. Yeah, she's going to the car and she sees crows, which crows were at the abandoned church where he was dumping the bodies. So she kind of follows them and it looks like an abandoned factory of some sort. And then it takes you inside and the creepers playing his Jeepers Creeper song, working on his hobbies. And then we just see like a panel of flesh that is Ugh. dairy with his little eyeballs cut out. Well, but you I'm hear always... him screaming too, like before yes. that part. Yeah, I was going to say on the one, <clears throat> some of them it's cut out, like the screaming is cut out. Mm. I, I remember watching it on TV and I was like, huh, I remember him screaming, but they cut it out of a lot of the video and home releases. Oh. They thought it was too dark. But yeah, I was that like, shit was dark. It was. It was like very unsettling. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then you just had the creeper come up in his flesh and it was like, it's not even a jump scare. He just slowly rises up and is just looking through the eye hole. But I feel like his eye color was different in that scene than in the other scene when we saw it. the other scene. It was like kind of a grayish color. But well, because that he, scene... has, he has Derry's eyes now. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> that now it just hit me, y'all. I just realized. <laughs> and that is Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers, how'd you get them eyes? (laughs) So before we do our ratings, why don't you tell everybody your social handles, where they can find you again? (laughs) You guys can find me on TikTok at at Geo underscore Johnson. You can find me on Instagram at just at Geo Johnson, Twitter at Geo Johnson underscore. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And as, as, you already know you can find us at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at No More Late Fees and on OnlyFans, Them Cheeks. <laughs> oh, God. Underscore Them Cheeks. Underscore, Underscore Them Cheeks. Them cheeks. <laughs> That's actually what their license plate would say. Underscore. <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't know what that reference is, that means you didn't listen to our trailer and you should definitely check it out after you finish hearing our ratings. Gio, I'm going to start with you. What is your today rating of this movie? After we've dissected all these dumb decisions, (laughs) 
just for the nostalgia, I'm still going to leave it where it's at. I would still watch it again. Just like one of those rainy day movies. Like, you know, it's a good one. It's still a five day. It's still a five day, but I now watch it with more mature eyes. (laughs) (laughs) No hate, no hate. And say, Trish got to go. Yes. 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 So for me, same day rental. Damn, Jack. If if I if I never have to watch this movie again, I'll be pleased. It's a five day for me. This is my family's comfort movie. <laughs> Funny story, my mother is an interesting woman. She really is. She has individually traumatized every one of me and my siblings from childhood. For me, one of my first movie memories was Jaws. She thought that was good watching. Terrified of the beach. Still don't really like to go all the way in the water. (laughs) Probably the beginning of my creature feature scare. Okay. Serena, my younger sister, when we were watching this movie, she's like, oh yeah, this is the first movie mom let me watch or made me watch when I was little, very young. And I remember telling her that she had to stop letting my brother and sister watch these scary movies because they would have like really bad nightmares and stuff. And she's just like, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. So my sister's traumatized, but she's also like a crazy psychotic horror fan now because trauma. (laughs) And she She leaned into it. (laughs) She leaned into it and she she wants me to trauma bond with her and I can't, I can't do it. But Jeepers Creepers is what we watch as a family. No lie. Like, it's like we're taking back the power. We could be arguing, we could be mad at each other, but if I say, hey, let's watch Jeepers Creepers, everyone's on board. So, five day rental. So, just the first one, not the second one. I think we did do a marathon and do the second one. And I think that time we didn't, the third one hadn't come out, or maybe like. Don't, don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you really just want to dissect it and. Because I really only watched it because I was like, I have absolutely nothing to do. I found it on a random website and was like, okay. And as a fan of the series, just like tying it all together, that was the only good thing about it. But everything yeah. else, I was like, what was the budget? <laughs> <laughs> like, really, what was, I feel like they got the leftover budget of the last season of Glee. <laughs> damn 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 I, that's what i really felt like whatever they weren't paying all the kids that sue sent away from the season before <laughs> that we're gonna make jeepers creepers three and then if they you... said hmm, enough, but we're gonna go for it <laughs> well if you agree with those assessment of jeepers creepers three go ahead and hit us up at our quick drop Nine zero nine six zero one and MLF nine zero nine six zero one six six five three. Twat us at the Twitters or leave a voice message at our Anchor FM account, and you can be featured on a future episode. And join us next week as we dive into some S and M light with the secretary. Thank you so much again for being on the yes, show. Thank you. Thank <laughs> this you was fabulous. <laughs> and as always. Be kind and rewind.